Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 58. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, a common theme you hear at Entrepreneur on Fire is listen to your audience. Well, I've been listening, and I am excited to announce the launch of podplatform.com. We have received an incredible amount of feedback from entrepreneurs who want to start their own podcast, but have no idea where to begin. With podcasting, recording your audio is as easy as clicking a red button, but the tough part is what comes after. Think of Pod Platform as a turnkey solution to podcasting. You simply record your audio, send my team your MP3, and we do the rest. It's that simple. Entrepreneur on Fire is generating 100,000 downloads a month in over 100 countries. Think of what that could do for you in your business. Go to www.podplatform.com to find out more. Okay, let's get started. I am simply ecstatic to introduce my guest today, Ingrid Elver. Ingrid, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, of course I am. Absolutely. Ah, oh, that is wonderful news. Ingrid is the founder and CEO of Born Celebrity, more than 100,000 raving fans around the world. Over the last 20 plus years, Ingrid has worked with thousands of people around the world, from celebrities to startups in virtually every industry. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Ingrid, but why don't you take it from here and tell us who you are and what you do? Well, basically who I am is somebody who constantly wants to grow myself and other people into something more shinier, gorgeous, and amazing than we ever been. And um, so that's kind of what I do. I help people really find who they are and build businesses around that. And whether I'm working with a celebrity, really anchoring you know, their gifts and their truth and their authenticity, the same thing with business owner building something that is really who they are. So branding, marketing, mindset is kind of the cornerstones of what I do. And of course, exposure, trying to get, you know, get the person out there in a way that they're really shining like a superstar. So I have a company where I have a team around me who helps me really build brands and businesses that are really amazing. Well, that's great. And I can just tell with your energy and passion as this coming over the mic right now that you really are just inspirational in everything that you touch. So I'm really excited to delve more into that. But before we do, let's start with our first topic, which is our success quote. Because at Entrepreneur on Fire, we like to get every show started with a little motivational quote to get people really pumped up for the phenomenal content that you have for us today. So Ingrid, what is your quote that you want to share with Fire Nation? This one, I don't know. I, I love quotes. I, I've, since I was little, I've always written quotes everywhere. So, But this one keeps always sticking in my mind no matter what. So within every setback or obstacle or disadvantage, there's the seed of an equal or opposite or greater advantage or benefit. And this is by Napoleon Hill. And to me, that is just so gorgeous. That's a gorgeous quote. And his book, Think and Grow Rich, is such a timeless classic. I still read it again at least once a year. I mean, it's just timeless, even though he wrote it so, so long ago. Ingrid, can you tell us 
how you apply this specific quote to your mentality or business? Well, to me, you see, no matter what happens, there's an equal advantage or benefit to the situation. And in 2002, I was told I was going deaf blind and spend the rest of my life in a wheelchair. So I had to apply that for a couple of years where I had to spend it time in a dark room pretty much alone because I was so ill. And really understanding that you know, sometimes in your business and your life, things just get stripped away from you and everything changes. And you have to sort of understand that there's an advantage to that situation. So if, if you can find an advantage to anything, then you are powerful. If you defeat yourself in your mind or who you are or in your business, then you're done. And so that's my, that's how I perceive it and how I apply it. That is so powerful, Ingrid, and that's so moving. What did you turn to during those years that you really had to be a lot of times by yourself and in this dark room? Well, I I meditate a lot, but I couldn't close my eyes because I had this acute vertigo. I don't know if you've ever had that, but it's a, so you everything is spinning constantly, right? You feel sort of drunk, dry, you know, like you're drowning and, um, you know, seasick all at the same time. So it's not something I would wish even on my worst enemy. Um, but what I do is that I really believe that we can do anything. And I think that's what, what I realized in my dark, darkest hour is that I'm actually very, very positive. Now, I knew that before the illness, but you don't know that when you're hit with adversity. So I found that just sitting there and really focusing on one spot and focusing on that I could heal. I Every morning I said, I believe in miracles. I can heal. Whether or not I believed that 100% that day, I'd, I felt like, well, I don't have to. I can just put it out there every day. And then, you know, but it took me quite a few years until I could get back to full me. Again. Now, was it actually a medical healing that you underwent or was yeah, it a was natural? Yeah, I was in the hospital. Um, well, I, well, the doctors gave me so many diagnoses after about 10 of them. I thought, you know, I, I think I just got to go and heal. So, um, but yes, I had, um, they tried to give me medications, but I couldn't really take them. So I wow. just got dizzier. That is such a moving story because it's really, truly powerful what the body is capable of if we just allow it to do its own thing. Well, I'm a miracle walk and I think the truth is so are all of us and we just don't realize the things we have overcome and we can never compare ourselves to somebody else, but we have to definitely see how powerful we are and strong. I love that, Ingrid, and we're going to use that to transition to our next topic now which is failure. Although just the kind of person that you are, I'm pretty sure that you don't like that word. This is just a guess. I don't know, but we can obviously define it in another way as in a challenge or an obstacle that you had to overcome. Take us back to another point in your entrepreneurial journey where you encountered an obstacle or you had a challenge that really defined you as an entrepreneur. And how did you react to that? 
Well, I think that, you know, after my illness and uh, trying to come back, I'd creating, I had created a different type of business and because I didn't know if I was ever going to see people again, right? So I didn't know if I were going to be able to do consulting or, or coaching. So I started writing books and doing art and different things like that because I thought I'll, I need to put some sort of message out there. But then when I started getting better, I, I start feeling like this itch that I needed to go back into a bigger world again and do what I'm here to do, um, which I've always known. But so, but during that time, what I really realized, and I've been doing this for a very long time, so I think it's like 24 years or so I've been doing this full time. And what I realized was that my weakness was I didn't have any system of structures in anything. I just kind of was flowing in my coaching and consulting and I kept on rewriting things over and over again, right? So you kept on doing things. So I think my biggest thing is that I learned to master this this new thing for me, which is structure and systems, which when I first started seeing I needed it, I was so afraid of it and I totally felt like it was the most boring thing in the world. And today it's so liberating because it gives me more time to do other things like bliss out or meditate or work with clients, you know. And I think that's really powerful. So so that to me is what really changed was I started really applying system and structure. That is truly a major change. Can you pull another lesson out of that struggle that you went through that would really be applicable to the listeners today? Yeah, I think that I believed I had to do everything alone. I don't know if you can relate to that, but as an entrepreneur and in what I did, I always felt like if I wasn't being 100% genuine, if I didn't do it all, right? So that really changed within me when I start realizing that in order for me to go bigger, in order for me to still take care of myself, because I, I still had to take care of myself extra from my illness, right? So I had to learn to leverage me and change who I was and not and still not compromise on me. And But learning how to not do things alone has been really powerful for me and creating a team around me. So... I think that's so important, Ingrid, and that's one of the first steps I took here at Entrepreneur on Fire is I immediately went out, I got three virtual assistants who I really knew would be passionate about the brand Entrepreneur on Fire, and one of them runs my social media, another one runs my admin, another one does a lot of transcripts and research and that kind of thing, and it's a team, and I really put Entrepreneur on Fire forward as a team. You know, I don't try to represent that I'm doing everything because I can't do everything. If I want to produce great quality interviews every single day of the week, I need to have people that help me. So that's my team. What does your team look like? Yeah, I have, well, I, it changes constantly. I have people helping me with when I do events. I have a personal assistant. I have Mark Malatesta, who is my husband, and he is also, I call him Mr. Big Idea. He's the one who helps me a lot with the system and structure, organizing it all, because to me, that's boring, truthfully, in that sense, right? It's not my gift, but I learned that other people can really have these gifts. And, and that's the amazing part is that maybe my biggest thing is to learn just to get hire people who are much better at something than I am. Um, I think it's uh, the guy Ford who created the Ford Motors, right? He 
he applied that where he always hired people who are smarter than him. And I always think about that. I'm trying to hire people around me that are smarter than me. That's so interesting because Henry Ford has only been brought up one other time in the 57 other interviews that I've conducted now at Entrepreneur on Fire. And it was just episode number 56. So that's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. So I, I always think about that because what I learned is to not try to do it all alone. And, and, I feel so much stronger today because truthfully, you know, we don't ever know what can happen to who us, right? The brand or, or the one who's the representative. So it's good having teams around us that can support us completely and we don't have to do anything alone. I love that, Ingrid. And it's the perfect segue to our next topic, which is something that I know you'd be able to talk about all day long just because it's your personality in general. But the next topic is the aha moment. And we all have aha moments every single day in some way, shape, or form as entrepreneurs. It's what inspires us. It's what drives us forward and keeps us going and just gives us those great ideas to jump to the next level and to take our business to the next stratosphere. Can you go back in your journey and give us one clear light bulb, this lightning bolt that just struck you and you're like, aha, this is a great idea. Well, it's going to be so because I could say it's the moment I, you know, I sat on a mountain and meditated and had huge realizations or, you know, I work with some huge celebrity or all that. But truthfully, it's so, you know, it's again about learning to measure my business by money. I never did that before. And it was the aha moment when I stopped thinking so emotional about my business and brand. It, you know, it it was really, really powerful for me, which is really strange because I was doing so many things and I wasn't counting my time or cost or measuring profits correctly. So I hadn't mastered that part, if that makes sense. So, and, and when I start realizing that my whole perspective about business and about being an entrepreneur was off, it was I was leading just by passion, not by anything else. And what I realized in a business is as healthy if you can financially also make it super successful. It's it's kind of like being both. And I'm I don't ever sacrifice on either. But the aha moment for me again was more going into the other part of my brain that I hadn't used before, which was measuring my business by money. That's a great aha moment. It's not what I expected, which is I know, right? even, it makes it so much better, Ingrid, and it's so applicable, and I just love it. So thank you for sharing that specific aha moment. What actions did you take following that aha moment? Well, it's learning the first thing was to stop being so the emotional part, right? And really start looking at my business and, who, and what I'm doing and looking at what is it my target market really wants and and seeing myself as, you know, even if you are the face of your business and you are the brand of a business, you still need to learn, you have to learn maybe even more to be non-emotional. And I don't think that's so easy. And I also started restructuring my business model. And this is huge for because I had a huge realization that I poor people are getting paid per hour and after they have done their work and wealthy people get paid before they work and by the results they produce. 
And when I changed all that, everything changed in my business. It was really, really amazing. That is such an amazing realization to make, and it's such a good lesson for all of Fire Nation. Ingrid, on that note, have you had an I've made it moment yet? Um, yes, I've had, but I think the moment, if we're just going to go to the same kind of thought about the aha moment, it was really when I made more money in one month than I had in a year. And I realized that I had sort of started to unleash my my fire, my passion, and my entrepreneur, and not just, you know, I wasn't just living my my dreams, but I was also creating something more powerful where I could help the world in a really big way. That's so important that you appreciate and enjoy that aha moment because as entrepreneurs, we so often set these lofty goals. And then when we attain those goals, we just drive right through them and set the next goal forward and keep our heads down. And we don't even take a deep breath and really appreciate I think that's so normal for entrepreneurs because we're so, I mean, our list is so long every day what we have to get done. And I don't think that, you know, any other people, it's very hard for other people to understand that. So, you know, I always try to really stop and celebrate because otherwise you're, you're right. We just kind of plow through it and forget about it. And then 10 years later going, wow, that was a big moment. You oh, know? <laughs> and it is so important. And thank you for just really hammering that point home to Fire Nation, to our listeners here, because it's something that I always stress. You need to enjoy the journey. It's obviously important to have a destination and to have goals, but you need to enjoy the journey along the way because that's what it's all about. Entrepreneur on Fire is about your journey. And so it's so refreshing to see when our spotlighted entrepreneur enjoys his or her journey as you do. So thank you for that, Ingrid. Oh, thank you. So we're going to now move into the next topic, which is your current business. So you're now rolling along. You have a lot of great things going on. You have a team in place. Everybody's doing a lot of great things. What's one thing that's really exciting you about your business right now? Let me think here for a moment because I really want this. Com that know, was a deep sigh, Ingrid. Yeah, because it's beautiful. <laughs> well, it's it's about really, really seeing how unlimited a business is and that it's only my own perception of it that limits it. So I try to really be open every day and think bigger and and also then apply all the system and structure and all those boring things, right, that can seem... Uh, boring in one way, but really takes that to the next level. So I, I keep seeing it going bigger in a really powerful way. But, you know, I, I'm i just excited about that it's unlimited, truly. And under, seeing that, because I think sometimes in, as an entrepreneur, when we do put our head down, we can't see that. We see the limitation or it didn't work fast enough or, you know, I don't know if you can feel that frustration at times, but I certainly can. Oh, yeah. And so can most of my clients that, you know, I work with is that the impatience we have, right? Everything should be now. And instead start, you know, continues to putting cornerstones in there and building something more bigger and more powerful than ever. That is just awesome. And I think it's such an important lesson to take away from that. So I'm really glad that you're applying it to your business and I can just tell how valuable it's going to be. So Ingrid, the word entrepreneur is truly a mystery to most people. 
at Entrepreneur on Fire, we really try to pull the curtain back and show that entrepreneurs are just people too, and they have common tasks that they do day in and day out. Now, I know that you have a team around you that's always working hard. I know that no two days are ever the exact same for you, but what are two tasks that you do seem to have every single day that take up a portion of your time? I, I always do think about getting the exposure. I'm constantly thinking social media strategies or different things like that, getting speaking, interviews like I'm doing with you today, John, and marketing or getting clients is that that's constantly moving in my, through my day. I don't, you know, I'm not just working on my business. I'm constantly working I'm sorry, I'm not working in my business constantly. I'm also working on my business. So I shift hats continuously back and forth between, you know, being with my clients, doing VIP days, doing, you know, consulting, and then at the same time also thinking about how I can get more exposure so that my business can become more and more known and people can come and trust it and really love it. That's such a good quote, too, to be working on your business, not just always in your business. And if anybody wants to go a little more in depth into that line of thought, I definitely recommend the book, The E-Myth Revisited. Mm, Right. No, that's an excellent one. That's really good one. The other part that I always do, because because maybe because of my illness, maybe because of my attitude, maybe because I have this need to laugh throughout my day. I mean that, right? Because I have to have a great sense of humor for some reason. I take, I really make sure my mindset is really resilient. So I keep, you know, I meditate a few hours every morning. I get up super early (laughs) and I sit there with with whatever you want to call it, source or, you know, universe or God or whatever. And I just sit there and I get silent and I listen and I don't, you know, and I try not to define myself. And that resilience in my mindset, then throughout the day, I take mini breaks and I laugh and I make sure that I have fun because this is my day. This is my business. This is my, on my life on my terms, right? And I find that that it makes me so passionate and crazy happy. And, and even if the day is hard, I then know how to switch over from feeling afraid or, you know, you can get worried at times or you had a hard client or, you know, whatever it is, or somebody send a bad email. I know how to instantly shift that in my mindset. And that takes work. And that's why I work on it for a few hours at least every morning. <laughs> well, it works because, again, your passion shines through, Ingrid. Oh, thank you, my superstar. <laughs> so, Ingrid, what vision do you have for the future? <sighs> for the business or me or for the world? <laughs> 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 <You know>. <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh, for me. I think it always is connected to helping other people really be as powerful as they can be in themselves and their business and their life and, and become not just super authentic, but also financially free so we can spread the word about, you know, how powerful entrepreneurship and how powerful it is to really be who we are and uh, fearlessly be different, um, bold, even controversial, whatever you want to be. I really believe unleashing that celebrity within in a person and learning how to 
just shine absolutely as brightly and as fiercely as you can each moment of your day. And I want to do that in everybody. So I'm pretty passionate about that. <laughs> Ingrid, I know your passion will continue in myself, John Dumas. I will join you in that mission with entrepreneuronfire.com. I can guarantee you that. And I will say that podcasting has been such a good venue for doing that. I'm currently in iTunes getting over 3,000 individual downloads every day. I know that by the time that this podcast goes live, there'll be even more daily downloads, which is just incredible in over 100 countries. So when are you launching a podcast? Um, I haven't done a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of videos. I have a TV show. That's something I haven't done yet because um, I think it's just because I've been doing too many things that way. But I, I might consider that. It's beautiful, though. I used to have a t uh, radio show for a long period time, and that was really successful. So um, it's just different times in your life. You do different things, but I love what you're doing. I love the podcast thought. It's powerful. It is powerful, and I'd love to assist you if you ever do decide to go in that direction, Ingrid, okay. because okay. the thing about podcasting is I get so many emails, and like I said, I'm getting more than 3,000 downloads already, and it's only growing, and so many people are consuming this content as they're driving to work every day or as they're going for their jogs or their walks, places they can't consume video or they can't be watching something or sitting at a computer, so it's such a powerful motive, and I just, I love your... I love your message. I love your passion. And I just want to see it to get, get to as many people as possible. Oh, you're gorgeous. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ingrid, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. This is the lightning rounds. This is where I provide you with a series of questions and you come back with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound uh -oh. like a plan? <laughs> yeah, I hope I can deliver. <laughs> uh, just keep it up and you will deliver. What was the number one thing that was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, I was. I really been pondering this because, you know, when I grew up in Sweden and um, I came to the U.S. when I was eighteen, and truthfully, Sweden at the time was uh, a socialistic, you know, government and um, more democratic, socialistic, so not extreme, uh, but it still did not have much entrepreneurship. So I was a model, and that to me was my maybe my start as being an entrepreneur because you know you don't you're not hired as a full time job. You do all kinds of things. And I, I was an uh, I was an MC and choreographer for Miss Europe, the beauty contest, and I adored doing that. So I was traveling all over Sweden in front of thousands of people and on TV, on radio, and newspapers. And I got all this exposure to to really have a message. And I talked a lot about women being, you know, so beautiful and and that how how beautiful it is to be a confident woman. And I was 17 at the time when I did this. And But when I came to the U.S., I think that's when the, the entrepreneur in me started seeing that what if I could do my own business? But it took, I was 22 when I started my own business completely. Um, I had had a partnership and I had a um, in, in, was an import and export business with a partner before that. And then I started this business was just coaching and consulting, but I didn't have anyone to model and, and, and I didn't understand that, you know, I could actually make it financially successful and that took me a while to understand that I could do that alone. And that's when, when I started seeing that I can do anything and I can make money and, um, 
I started doing these uh, whole life expos. There were 40,000 people there in LA and San Francisco. And I, I used to be booked with coaching sessions for weeks afterwards in those cities. That's when I realized you can do anything. And But I still didn't have that model. So it took me a while to get really confident that I'm an entrepreneur. And truthfully, I, I don't think I've used that word entrepreneur until like four years ago or five years ago. I don't think I understood that I was one. I've just done what I do. Powerful. What is the best business advice that you ever received? Um, investing 10% of my income my own income into learning more. So in coaches, joining mastermind groups or learning more, you know, programs or products, always learning new things because I, I study um, at least a couple hours every day in the evenings I try to study because I, I know that m my mind is only as good you know, as the new things I'm constantly learning and then learning how to apply those. So that is probably the best advice I've ever gotten. What's something that's working for you or your business right now? Yeah, and I, you know, we, we, I do a lot of different things. So, but we, with my team, and I have other people doing this too. So it's paid introductory sessions where when people hear me speaking or we do different things and people get to t get a taste of the things that we do, right, and in the business. And I find that really build those deep, trusting relationships in, in potential clients. They're really long-term. So truthfully, it's paid consulting sessions, you know, instead of doing free things or which I think a lot of coaches or consultants will do or even businesses will do, but consider doing uh, paid ones and then build that relationship and then have amazing packages or programs that you offer afterwards. Mm. That's a really powerful way to, you see, my mission is not just to work with only high end clients, which I do, which is my kind of my mission. But I also have this mission where I want to touch everybody. And I, I love touching people in genuinely because you don't know how impactful just one thing can do for somebody, your voice, your, you know, if you do a session with somebody that it really changes them. And, and long term, they always come back and they trust you in a really beautiful way. And I like that because that's the business I want to build continuously. That is invaluable advice. What's the best business book that you've read? Um, well, you know, because I, I'm rereading and I don't know if I considered this a business book, but I, I was thinking about what's my best business book because I read, you know, I don't know how many books I read a month of business books, but I'm rereading the Power of the Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. And, you know, because it's one of the most powerful books as an entrepreneur because it really teaches you that you can place orders in your subconscious mind, then you take external action and then it becomes true. And using your mind correctly as an entrepreneur is crucial because we don't have, you know, uh, cushions or, you know what I mean? It's like we're constantly living on the edge in a certain way and we need to have, our mind needs to place these big orders so we can achieve what we're here to do. And I'm, I'm doing a, I'm actually doing monthly uh, mindset calls or success mindset calls and uh, where 
you know, I'm, I'm teaching this, I'm rereading this because I, I sort of have everybody read a book every month. So then we'll t I'll talk about it. I'm being interviewed every month. And it's really, really funny, f amazing. And if you, any of you want to go and learn more, you can go to bornscelebrity.com and you can sign up and you can be part of that. But, you know, you can have all the system and structures and brand and the business model and, you know, all that stuff in place. But if you don't have the right mindset, you collapse. I love that. And have you ever read the book Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harvecker? Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Great yeah. book in the yeah. same kind of mentality where you really need to have that subconscious right before your external is right. Well, there's a balance of both, you know, that it's like we need to do both constantly, the external and the internal. Love it. So Ingrid, this last question is my favorite, but it's kind of a tricky one. So take your time, digest it, and then come back with a great answer. If you woke up tomorrow morning and you still had all of the experience, knowledge, and money that you currently have right now, but your business had completely disappeared, leaving you essentially with a clean slate, which is what most of our listeners find themselves with right now, what would you do? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, I actually was going to ask you a question back. Do I still have my my contact list, my mailing list? Absolutely. Okay, okay. <laughs> because if I don't, do you see, I my answer would be different. But let's say I don't. Let's say I... I, I want to go there for a moment because so many probably listening don't have that. And I certainly had to start over again and again in different times in my business, especially with the illness or different, there's different times we have to do that. So if I had to come completely start over again, I would then pick a niche that's, that people are really, really are looking for and that real, they want in the marketplace. And I think that we don't think that way. We think of, well, who am I? And then you have to think about what, what they're willing to pay for. And then at the same time, figure out, well, what's your gift and how can you really be authentic that way? So come first with figuring out, I would figure out my niche for the target market and then figure out who I am and how I can offer that in a true way. And um, because you have to use your authentic skills and the talents we have. You can't just invent it. So, and I think a lot of people will do that where they, they think, oh, I'll just produce something that people want, but it has nothing to do with me. So it's got to be the core of you. So that's what I would do. I'd pick a niche of something that people want and then be truly me. And then the other one is figuring out how to get most exposure in that particular niche and find it a target market, do tons of JVs and you don't have to do, and JVs means joint ventures, which means you can do a teleseminar with somebody who has a mailing list and they present your product or service or whatever it is you do and you can then sell what you do and then you can give them 50% and I think that's a really awesome way to sort of spread the wealth everywhere and then also interconnect and sort of masterminding with each other and and the other part is learning get on social media and build your social media in a big way that's another exposure strategy a lot learning how to do marketing is as well I would create a marketing campaign with one big idea that would make people pay attention and and then offer the products and services for that market so 
you know, and continuously testing it. I, I like being in beta mode. So in um, with a lot of my clients, I will help them start in beta mode with their businesses so they can have an opportunity to test and that gives you that opportunity to learn how to be better. But I really think it's it's finding your niche or finding a niche that people really want versus you creating something that you think people want. That's my biggest secret and then get exposure in that niche. Ingrid, I love that. You were so specific. You gave us such actionable advice and you gave us so much actionable advice throughout this entire interview and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug and then we'll say goodbye. All right, my superstars, you know, I I know that you have everything within you to get to where you want to be. So I just want to ignite that light, that fire uh, in you for you to see that you can become something much bigger. I want you to consider yourself as a star, as something, someone here is to shine so bright in the world that you're here to make a bit, big difference. You're here, you have a big mission and you have a big life and it's all really beautiful. So... I want you to really take that deep breath and allow yourself to go bigger and be really true to yourself, but still be smart with the system and structure and, and niche and, and really figuring all the different pieces together because truthfully, the only one who can run your business is you and it might be different from somebody else. So, you know, just be powerful and true to who you are. I, I, I always stay true to me and I think that's the most powerful part. Wonderful. Now give yourself a plug. Yes. And, and any of you who wants to uh, sign up, I, my suggestion is you go to bornCelebrity.com, B-O-R-N-C-E-L-E-B-R-I-T-Y.com. And you can sign up for my weekly TV show, which is called Born Celebrity. I feature a lot of celebrities on there, mindset stuff, and a TV show that you can watch. And there you can start joining what we're doing and you can, you know, see if you want to do a, you know, find out more about my coaching programs or other products or services we do. But um, I would just really love to have you part of my community and really get to know who you are and, and, and help you really shine as the superstar you are. So go to bornCelebrity.com. Wonderful, Ingrid. And we will link all of this up in the show notes and it'll be at entrepreneuronfire.com slash 57. And we will have your book recommendation, your website, and everything else you've mentioned in this interview. Thank you so much for your time. Fire Nation salutes you. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, gorgeous John. And thank you, everyone. You are a superstar. Fire Nation, thank you so much for joining us today. Are you interested in learning five ways to make $500 this month? How about five productivity tips that will help you today? Well, that and more is my free gift to you when you go to eofire.com and subscribe to Fire Nation. Lastly, for that entrepreneur ready to take it to the next level, visit ignitemastermind.com, join our elite mastermind community, and watch your business or business idea explode. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.